Hi, I am so excited about what you're about to encounter. This, my friend, is a place where purpose and destiny collide. I want to welcome you to Conversations with Chris. I am your host, Christian T. Howell Sr., a father, an apostolic leader, Maxwell Leadership Certified Team Member. I'm a board certified advanced life coach and master mental health coach. At the end of the day, I am a builder and I'm here to help you build. We are about to embark on a journey of discovery and wholeness, getting on track with God's original plan for your life. During our times of conversation, we will talk about discovering who you were meant to be, removing and overcoming obstacles and barriers, and fulfilling your assignment and making your impact in this earth. According to 1 John chapter 5, verse 4, whoever or whatever has been born of God overcomes this world. And this is the victory that has overcome the world, our faith. My friend, hear me tell you, you are born of God. That means you were created to overcome. You are an overcomer. Would you do me a favor before we start? Subscribe to Conversation with Chris on Apple Podcasts, Google, Amazon, CPN Shows, or wherever you listen. And also tell your family, tell your friends and your neighbors to join in with Conversations with Chris. Let's change our world one conversation at a time. Don't forget, subscribe, share, and let's start the journey with this new episode. See you at the end of this episode. Well, hello, all of my friends and fellow overcomers around the globe. I am Christian T. Howell Sr. And get ready, it's time for this episode of Conversations with Chris. Grab your pen, your paper, your notepad, your Android, your Apple, whatever it is you may have, and let's get ready for this rich and relevant, real and realistic conversation today. I'm so glad you decided to take a few minutes out of your busy schedule to join in this amazing conversation with me. Listen, do me a favor, before we begin, download this episode, share it with your friends, your family, your coworkers, even your enemies and haters. It is going to be life transforming and life changing because this is Conversations with Chris. Make sure you subscribe wherever you may be listening to. And once again, do me a favor, and share this episode with everyone that you know. Today, we're going to be talking about don't run this time. That's right, we're gonna be talking about don't run this time. All right, you, as you can see, this is an amazing subject, so make sure you share, make sure you like it, and make sure you download and subscribe on every platform, wherever you may be listening to around the globe. Listen, hear me, my friends. I just want to talk for a few minutes because it is in our natural inclination of all of us humans, as we've heard, that sometimes we have these fight or flight syndrome and even the freeze, as we may call it. What am I saying? That there are times in life where challenges may seem insurmountable, pressures are weighing in on every side. I mean, pressures internal and external. I'm telling you that there are times in life 
that even with all of your beliefs, your convictions, uh, 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 your support systems, that life can have a way and circumstances can cause you to want to tuck tail and run. I'm not knocking you. I've been there myself. So this really applies to all of us. Listen, you remember growing up, uh, uh, maybe you weren't the strongest, maybe you weren't the fastest, maybe you didn't think as quick as others. Do you remember when they said, I'll see you on the playground at three o'clock? You remember how that uh, overwhelming urge that says, if I don't have a solution, I'm going to run. If this is my first fight and it's unfamiliar, I've got to find a way of escape. Or even if it is so challenging and so uh, perplexing that I don't know how to deal with it, I'd rather just tuck tail, hide, uh, get out of it some way. In essence, if I can't fight and win, you guessed it, I'll probably do better off running. And I'm simply telling you that trying to avoid it, trying to escape some things, it is simply natural. I don't want you to beat yourself up. I don't want you to uh, feel bad, feel down. I don't want you to condemn yourself for what is a natural response. Because oftentimes that same response, although we won't acknowledge it, it saves our lives. Remember the vicious dog who's growling at you as you walked by? OMG, man, if we didn't uh, have the stamina or the common sense to run, we'd be legless now. So running is not always a bad thing. Sometimes it's a life-saving measure. Thank God for our ability to have the common sense to know when to run. All right, I'll leave that alone. I'm just talking for a few minutes because I want you to understand that running isn't always a bad thing. Sometimes it's just a act of survival. Some people, you guessed it, get paid to run. Marathon runners, Olympic runners, even people who are in high school, they take up running just to get a scholarship to go to college. Some people even run just for fun. One of my most beloved movies, Forrest Gump, Forrest was sitting in a place and didn't know what to do next in life. Come on, you remember the movie. What did Forrest do? He just started running. Along his journey, he helped many people. But Forrest had to run until he figured out what was next. So I'm not condemning running. It's simply a part of life. But here is what I want to talk to you about today. I want to talk to you about sometimes we have to resist our human instinct to run only because running can be a thing of avoiding something that's so necessary in our lives. Now, if I had other guests on with me today, they would tell you that running did save their life to the person who's being abused. Thank God you learned how to run to the person who was being bullied. Thank God you learned how to run to the person who was troubled with, with, with escaping temptation running, saved your life to the person who struggled with addictions 
running actually kept you alive. But there are some things in life we can't run from anymore. We've got to just sit down. We've got to go through the process. We've got to uh, uh, just sort of deal with it sometimes. And I was reading the Bible. You know, I love the Bible. And I was perplexed on many occasions because there was a place in the Bible that many people had to go to, and that place was Egypt. Now, don't get alarmed. I'm not talking about running to the physical location. I just want to use the Bible as a backdrop to discuss the necessity of running and connect it to the place called Egypt. You see, Egypt can be a type of place of preparation. It can be a place of survival. If you're skilled enough, though, Egypt could be like a womb that if you stay in it long enough, it can birth out something miraculous through you, in you, and for you. You see, when I read the Bible carefully, when Jesus was born over in Matthew chapter 2, it is amazing that when he was born, if you look down in verse 14 and 15 of chapter 2, or even in 13, um, an angel came and told them, Arise, talking to Joseph the father, and he said, Take the young child and mother and run to Egypt. And then I'll bring your word because you need a place to hide. You need a place of protection. There are some things that are coming up to you and you've got to run to Egypt. You've, you've got to learn to get to a place that may be unfamiliar. It may be culturally different. It, it may not be a comfortable place, but it's a place where it's going to protect you. It's a place where you're going to be secured. And that's what I'm trying to tell you that many of us, have been sitting in a place like Egypt where we've been uncomfortable. We've been, um, we don't really blend in well. Our cultures are different. Our values may be different. Our beliefs may be different. The way we dress is different. Even the way we communicate, it is totally different. But hear me, if you don't run from Egypt, it could actually prepare and protect you from what's coming up next. You see, even uh, uh, the good friend uh, Moses, you know the story of Moses. I love it. And when I wrote that book, Chosen and Challenged, I was so amazed that Moses was put on a basket for good measures, mind you, and the, 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 the royalty of Egypt found him. It was him getting in Egypt that saved his life. It wasn't so much that he had a choice in the matter. Egypt was a place chosen for him that was going to protect him and prepare him. You know, so Egypt was a place that prepared Moses, protected Moses, and projected him to his future. That's all I'm telling you is that even though it may not be the place you want to be at, it may not be the place you dreamed of, don't be so quick to run this time. You see, 
Moses was raised there. Even Joseph was sold into slavery and sent to Egypt. But you know the story of Joseph, the patriarch. Joseph was prepared. He was protected and he was promoted because he did not run from the place called Egypt. So now we have Moses going to Egypt, Joseph going to Egypt, even Jesus going to Egypt. And to all of my religious friends and, and Bible scholars, Egypt represented a type of the world, not running to the church. It was in the world. And I'm telling you that God is raising up the next generation of leaders, not just in the church, but right there where you're planted in the world. He's raising up apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, teachers. He's raising up CEOs, CFOs. He's raising up entrepreneurs and great managers. And you're in the church, but your greatest place of preparation might actually be right out there where you're at now. You're sitting in the womb called Egypt, and it's going to birth you out. That workplace, that marketplace assignment, it is your greatest place of preparation, protection, and projection. You're going to go further because you stay there. Now hear me, my friends. I get it. Just like Joseph, temptations are going to happen in Egypt. Sometimes you'll run. Sometimes you may fall into them. Just ask Samson for an example. Sometimes... Your passion, your attitude, your temper, your past mistakes, and even your hurts will get the best of you while you're in Egypt. Just ask Moses. Sometimes you may even make the wrong choices and you may slide from God instead of going to him. But my friend, whatever you do, don't run from the place that's designed to promote you. You see... It all makes sense now, even in the garden of planet east of Eden, Adam and Eve had the tendency to run and hide from God. What am I telling you? As long as you view the place you are as a place of pain, a place void of purpose, a place void of promise, you always have a tendency to run and escape from it. Don't minimize where you're currently planted, whether it's a school or it's a marketplace assignment. Don't even be afraid to start or build, even if it appears that things are going down. Don't run and hide. The church is where we're trained, but it's not the place where we escape from the world. You see, when we come through to the church, we're simply being equipped so that we can stand and stay. We've got to occupy until he come. We've got to build. We've got, we've got to, to fortify. We've got to own. But we can't do that when we have great assignments, great attempts, and great strategies to run. Maybe if we would not try to hide anymore, if we would just stop hiding, if we would not play hide and seek, if we would not take our money so fast, Maybe we could actually grow. Maybe we'd even glow. Maybe we get the influence and the wealth that God has already laid up for us in this year.
My friends, I'm simply challenging you as we talk today. Take a moment. Take a deep breath. Let your lungs fill with oxygen. Let it get to your brain. Let it slow yourself down and ask you, are there any opportunities I may be missing if I run this time? Have I gotten all that I need from this place? Or my friend, do I need to just settle myself down, defy the odds, don't run, but embrace this birthing process? Because if I don't run, if I don't hide, surely I'll make the promise come to pass. Hey, my friends, greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. You are born of God. You are an overcomer. And you will outlast this test too. I'll see you on the next episode of Conversations with Chris. Thank you for listening to the Conversations with Chris podcast. If you like what you heard today, you can visit www.christiantheowell.com for more information concerning books, blogs, information on spiritual growth and development, and even some of the services we provide, such as coaching, therapy, and deliverance sessions. Also, you can find more information about all that we do at www.overcomersmovement.org. Listen, we are everywhere on social media. You can find us on Facebook or Instagram. Just look for Apostle Chris or look for Overcomers Movement. Look, I enjoyed this time with you today. Before we leave, please take a moment at the end and rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts. If this session has been valuable to you, please share it with a friend, spread the word, tell them that Conversations with Chris is happening every week. Listen, our hearts are for you. You are born of God. You are an overcomer. You have the victory and we'll see you next week. Take care.